Every day I spend my time Drinking wine, feeling fine Waiting here to find the sign That I can understand Yes, I am So every day Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff, our second podcast of the week Feels already. Feels like we were just here. Feels <laughs> like we were just here. It makes it easy this way. I like it much better. Yeah, say, look at that. You saved all the time on gas. Oh, Driving down so here great. the whole deal. Yeah, so great. Okay, here's the things that we're going to try to cover in this one. So we've okay. got to move quick, okay? Yeah. We're going to cover Roseanne. Yep. We're going to cover uh, KUSI, Rotating yep. Anchors. Um, we're going to cover Twitter, my issues on Twitter. And uh, Padre, Padre baseball. baseball. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the Padres. Um, I went to the game yesterday, and I will say that I had, uh, as we taped this, we taped yeah. this on Tuesday night, I went Memorial Day. I had an unbelievable time. I was there with my sons and their mom. And, and it we're was, in the shade, too, right? You had good seats. We were in the shade on yeah, a day Yeah, we were in the Marlins section, which pissed off my son, Jack. He was really? so mad. Yeah, he's like, so it's all the Marlin people. I go, my buddy works for the Marlins. Well, doesn't he know we're Padre fans? <laughs> I go, shut your Tell little mouth. Tell him go sit over there. You go sit on the first I, side. It struck me so funny. I was like, I was dying. He was so aggro about everything. Um, but we had a blast. We just had a blast. And anytime you get the chance to go to a game and, and as a dad, go to, with your sons. And my... Wife, so weird. I don't know what she is. Um, what she is, but she was. She's fighting the flu that everybody's fighting. And my son Cade just had a, a little bit of a stomach bug, so they took off early. So it was just uh, for for really the last six things. It was just me and Jack. Yeah, we just hung out and ate Cracker Jack and just talked about life and watched the game. And I just I had an absolute blast. Good. Yeah. What the problem is that team is shit. Yeah. And here's what I think we all better come to grips with in a big hurry. You're out of your goddamn mind if you think <laughs> you're out of your goddamn mind if you think that team's going to contend in 2020. The way it's going now. Let me let me start at the mound and we'll work our way through. Eric Lauer, my sons, me, Jack, and Cade saw him a year ago at Lake Elsinore. Yeah, Dave, I'm not saying he's a bum or that he can't make it. I don't know that he will be ever higher than a four. Um, but he clearly is not ready for the majors no. right now. And are you worried that they could be just damaging him mentally? You know, you hear that all the time. I'm glad you, you said that because I really have no idea. But you've heard that all the time. You don't want to yeah. screw a guy up mentally so bad that he can't ever compete. Where he doesn't take the ball. Will Perdomo thinking, ever be back to normal? Exactly. Did he beat the shit out of him bad enough where he, he yeah. basically has PTSD? You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what happens? So when you look at a guy like Lauer, Lauer's not Lucchese. Lucchese has stepped up and said... Hey, I'm ready for the major leagues. I'm never leaving here. Whereas you look at Lauer, he looks like he's not ready to go. I watched Lauer interviewed in the clubhouse yesterday. Yeah. He looks like a beaten guy that needs therapy right now. Needs his confidence yeah. back. I mean, it, honestly, he does. He needs his confidence back. So when you brought this up a couple of weeks ago, okay, let's just say him. There are a lot of good guys that might be better than Lauer coming up that we hope sure. I worry about Mackenzie Gore. And when I say that is he was in high school a year ago now. He hadn't graduated high school yet. So yeah. don't push him through if he's not ready. So don't say 2020. And the Padres don't say 20. The fans say 2020 all the time. But, man, if it's 2022, 2023, whatever yeah. the right time is, don't break these guys before they have a chance to be their best. I, 
I watched two teams. I watched the Padres and I watched the Twins. Let me tell you about the Twins who won two world championships and what you're not seeing with the Padres. If you were watching the Twins in 85 or 86, they had guys that you were seeing on that team, and it started with Kent Herbeck, and then you had Tom Brunanski, and you had Kirby Puckett, and you had uh, Gary Gaetti. And then you had Greg Gagne at short, and Tim Laudner at catcher, and you looked and you said, man, these guys are pretty good. Yeah. And Frank Viola was pretty good as pitching. You went and got a, vert, a veteran guy in Burt Blylevin. They literally got by with a two-man rotation other than Les Straker. Uh, Dan Glenn came in and played left field. And all of a sudden you go, okay, they, they got by with Steve Lombardozzi at second base, and that was a World Series team that won. But the difference was – that going back as early as 82 and 83 and 84 and 85, you started to have a feeling that Herbeck and Puckett and Bernanski and Gaetti and Gagne to a certain extent, and really with Frank Viola as well, you felt like Viola had the kind of stuff like we saw with Jake Peavy, where you go, yeah. this is a front-of-the-rotation guy, and you felt like as a fan, even out here, you go, man, these are guys that are going to be the core nucleus. And so that is what you were seeing three to four years before it worked out to be a world championship team in 87. If you're talking about 2020 right now for this team, which is only two years away, I challenge you to find me one guy out of the everyday eight that you look at and you go, he's going to be a key contributor. And if you're going to tell me Eric Hosmer, all right, fine. But I think a lot of people, nobody looks at that and goes, that's a guy. Not the way you look at anybody an impact type guy i like hosmer i'm glad yeah. he's here urias isn't here tatis isn't here spangenberg is not one of those guys manny margot clearly is not one of those guys yeah. will myers can't stay healthy hunter renfro can't stay healthy uh austin hedges can't stay healthy and you have yet to show a pitcher that's come up through your system where you go that's a legit front of the rotation hammer and that's why i say we're out of our mind to think that in 2020 we're going to be a team contending for the national league west why do people have a hard time with that i don't understand what the big deal is you have the pieces in place that you believe in your minor league system why why does it have to be 2020 i don't understand um i think that's what we were told i think we were told in 2015 when they started unloading guys when shields and camp and the uptons went out the door that we were all told and, and look, maybe we were guilty of it as well, of, of starting to talk about a five-year plan. But I, I just look at it and I go, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but in, unless something dramatically changes quickly, yeah. you don't have anybody right now where you go, that's the key guy on this franchise moving forward. Hosmer, you go, okay, Hosmer's a, a good one, but I'm talking about the guys that I described yeah. from that that early '80s Twins teams were homegrown guys that came up through. They were not vet. They weren't Roy Smalley no. or other guys that you go. Well, that's a veteran guy that we acquired and brought in as kind of a missing piece. Hosmer is a veteran guy you acquired, but Urias and Tatis and whoever your third baseman is going to be and your outfielders are not here to this point. And that's why I go, man, are we 2023? Yeah. I mean, is that really what you're looking at? Here's Another five years down the road? 
as a baseball fan, and obviously you're a huge fan of the 87 Twins, 91 Twins, when you mm-hmm. look back at those teams, and I'll even say it about the 88 Dodgers, those aren't some of the greatest teams of all time. They just got hot and won the World Series and needed to win big games, and they did. So, yeah. I mean, the, the Dodgers, for Christ's sakes, when they won in 88, they had Oral Hershiser, and then everyone on that team was hurt. They had Rick yeah. Dempsey playing. Yeah. They had Franklin Stubbs playing. Then yeah. Nicky Hatcher. They had a bunch of horse shit. Jeff yeah. Hamilton. It was terrible. They just happened to have a hot guy and had an MVP, and Kurt Gibson who got one at bat. My point is, but the, the 90, ninety-one Twins team had a lot of those same guys yeah, that I talked about. Morris. Yeah, you had Laudner, you yeah. had Herbeck, but you had another guy that you brought up in Chuck Knobloch, who was American League Rookie exactly. of the Year. Gagne was still there. You went out and got a veteran in Mike Pagliarulo. Don Baylor comes in, Chili Davis comes in, but Gladden's still there. Puckett's still there. Brunanski's still there. So a lot of your guys that you brought up. Homegrown guys yes. that came up, and you went out and got again. You go back to Jack Morris. He was the winningest pitcher in the eighties. Brought him home, yes. Right, was a Minnesota guy, and then you were smart. You got two different times: Jeff Reardon in eighty-seven, Rick Aguilera yeah. in ninety-one. You had a, a veteran guy to close out games, and you really got lucky that the games were played at home. You had home field advantage where you won in the Metrodome. I love watching the way the Twins do it and the Braves do it. I, I yeah. think they do a fantastic job of, of homegrown guys. Plus, they'll go out and find those, those final pieces for you. With, uh, with the Padres, and I hope they're able to pull this in together. People always think I, I rip Hosmer all the time. Look, Hosmer's numbers aren't what you guys thought they were. Come on, six home runs, 256, yeah. whatever the hell it is. It's not what you thought he was going to be. My point is, Hosmer's great right now. Fine, he's, he's the most recognizable guy you have on your team. The deal is, if we're talking 2020, 2021, 2022, yeah, 2023. You're late in that deal. You're Mason, yeah, you're, you lost a, a lot of money. And so my, my point is, with Hosmer is, Look, he might be fine, and maybe he might be an all-star first baseman at some point during this contract, but that's a lot of money that's not helping you win a division. Well, if you figure he can opt out after five years, so that's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. And now, if he's putting up the numbers we're hoping, it's going to cost a lot more than what you're paying him right now. Yeah, here's the chance to opt out. Yeah. And so I, just, I look at it, and then I look at this deal that was made over the weekend. And the deal was made where you traded a prospect. The kid will probably turn out to be Tony Pena. No shit. Every time you turn one of these guys, they turn out to be somebody insane. Um, and it was flipped to the Twins. Yeah. Again, a team I watch for Phil Hughes. Phil Hughes has been absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. The Twins, under Terry Ryan, their last GM, did an incredibly bad job of signing free agent pitching and Phil Hughes and Ricky Nolasco were two guys that stand out that just absolutely were had one good year. Yeah. Got rewarded with a contract extension, injuries and everything else, but he just he wasn't worth it. So the Padres pick up Phil Hughes and seven million dollars of his salary over the next year or two. For right now, they're talking about him going in the bullpen. I have to imagine he's gonna end up being put into that rotation at yeah. some point. But but the talk is that it really wasn't about Phil Hughes. What you did was you paid $7 million to gain $800,000 in signing pool money, which puts you over ten and a half, and the 74th pick in the draft. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, I, I like the fact that you can look at and go, okay, well, ownership's spending money. What have we said? We have had one common theme regarding this team spending money over and over again for five years. And that is, I don't care how much you spend, spend smart money. 
You cannot tell me that the contract extension to Will Myers when it was given out was smart money. You can't tell me that the money given out to Brian Mitchell and Chase Headley on the hope that Brian Mitchell, with no track record of success, $13 million was smart money, even if it's one year and done. And Phil Hughes as the guy, but $7 million for the 74th pick and 800000 more in signing money. You won't convince me that that's no, smart it's money. No, not smart money. That just feels like throwing dumb money after dumb money. And you go, what What exactly are we doing? Yeah, I'm sorry. We're watching the Padre game right now. You have uh, Hosmer on second base who runs to third with the ball hit in front of him. What the fuck, dude? What, yeah. Come on. You sit, you sit there, you get frustrated. You're right, dumb money. I don't mean to get distracted by the game we're watching. But when you sit there and you're looking at, at Padre baseball right now, and you're going, okay, how long is it going to take? How long is it going to take for things to, to get better for this team? You hope it's soon. I mean, the fans in San Diego, I'll tell you what, give them credit. And they, they are so loyal to this organization and this team, and maybe because it's the only thing to hold on to that's at the pro level. But you sit there and you look at some of these lineups, and we don't know if Andy Green's any good. We don't know if Adrian Preller yeah. is the kind of guy that can pull those deals when you need them most at the trade deadline at the end of July, end of August. But I watched that, that Dodger-Padre game on Sunday. Yeah. And – I'm going, look at this fucking lineup. I go, this isn't Major League Baseball. I remember watching the Chargers play the Buffalo Bills last year, yeah. and I couldn't believe the Buffalo Bills threw a game. They threw an NFL game by throwing a kid yeah. out there to play quarterback that's never played quarterback, yet those five interceptions in the first half. And you're going, this kid completely stinks. You got Tyrod Taylor who's healthy, and you yeah. threw an NFL game. And so you sit there and you frustrate you. I'm watching the Padres going, you cannot tell me that's Major League Baseball at its best. The guys they put in that lineup, and if you're Andy Green, you're going, wait a second, I'm going reliever, 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 reliever. Yeah. All the way through. What does that say about what you think about Brian Mitchell? Because he's sitting right there. Yeah. You know, you need somebody to start a guy in game. You can't throw him at all unless the game's completely a blowout in one way or another. It is so frustrating to deal with what they're dealing with right now. I hope that both these guys, I mean, Andy Green and A.J. Preller, can do it when they have some talent. But I'm, I, we don't know. We just don't know if these guys can do it when it counts the most, like the Twins were able to do, as you said, in 91, to go out there and fill the pieces. The Braves right now are doing what the Padres are talking about doing at a much faster pace. Two years yeah. ago, the Braves were a laughing stock. Now they have the second-best record in the National League. So, look, we'll see what happens. I mean, it feels like the guys that I read the most about are Buddy Reed, who's tearing it up. But he's in, he's in he's high A. a. Yeah. He's an Elsinore. And talking to guys yesterday out there about Paddock, the one thing that you heard because Marlins are in town and they got Paddock from yeah. the Marlins is, yeah, they love that kid. They love it. Paddock, to me, is the one guy that you see. And I watched Lauer last year, and I watched him yesterday, and I've watched him three other times this year. There's never been a time to me where I felt like Lauer had the red ass. Lauer, to me, reminds me of Mark Thurmond or Joey Hamilton or a bunch of these other guys that just kind of go out there and they just strike me as guys that get rattled. Yeah. And what I would like, I don't think it's crazy to find it, is find guys that have the Kevin Brown, Jake Peavy mentality and then find another one and then find another I'm one after on that. that. Find a guy that wants the fucking ball and says, I'm going to shove it down your throat. Yeah. I'm going to carry this team on my back. And I'm sorry, the Robbie Erlins of the world and the Luis Perdomos and, and Eric Lowers, all these other guys that we've watched come through here, they all, uh, You're right. they just go. <laughs> They're just guys. Yeah. Paddock, to me, I have no idea. I'm not going to claim to know what his ceiling is. I will just tell you, in the time that I have watched him, is impressive. 
where you go, okay, he just he looks the part. Yeah. Whether he ever gets past double A, I have no idea. You know, it's funny, the two guys you just mentioned as far as pitching, Kevin Brown, a Georgia guy, you have a Jake Peavy that an yeah. Alabama guy with the big remember you said the big jaw in yeah. his mouth. But I love the attitude about Paddock, those guys. Paddock, a Texas guy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, everyone goofed on the way he was dressed. I, I love everything about it. I thought it was it. great. Me too. I love the Nobody messed with those fucking guys. You ever no. hear the same country strong? Yeah. Yeah, you don't fuck with those guys. That's no. what you want. Give me the ball and get out of the way. Yeah. God, I, the, I, I love that Clemens idea. Clemens mentality. Stop drafting yeah. these guys that, that look like they just want to go and, and play tennis all day. Give me a guy that has a little bit of attitude, and it's going to be infectious. I don't know what you do with Lowry. His ERA is right now to, to 767. Well, you got to give him a chance so, to find his way back. He looks so beaten right now. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I worry about that clubhouse all the time. I look at these guys. Speaking of guys that are beaten and the team's given up on, what has happened with Hunter Renfro? Guy's hitting 203 and, and can't find his way anywhere. I mean, he's stunk in the minors. They bring him back up. Well, he, he just got activated, yeah. though. He's been in the DL. But, but in in the minors, he w was awful. I mean, at the minor league level, you wonder, did you break this kid, too? Yeah. I uh, I don't know, man. It, it's frustrating to me. I mean, you know, we're, right now we're watching uh, Reyes bat right now. And mm -hmm. you're sitting there going, oh, did you see the, the drop ball? Were you there yesterday yeah. when he dropped the ball? You got to be thinking in your mind, you got to be shitting me. I could go around the corner to Helix High School and watch yeah. the right fielder catch the ball. You have to see, to me, it, it's what this is, is that big mural on the wall. And AJ is the artist. And as you drive by, right, you start to see the outline a little yeah. bit. And you go, I, I don't know what the hell he's doing over there. And then slowly you start to see a little bit of the yeah. color come into the painting, and then you go, oh, hey, I get it. I see where he's going, and then by the end you go, wow, that's really good. I hope that's okay. AJ's that guy at the NBA halftime shows where yes. it's upside down, yeah, and then he right? spins it. Is that James Harden with the American flag? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? That's it, Dave. And and right now you look at it and you go, I don't see anything. Yeah. It's like we just keep drawing outline and outline because yeah. every guy we get is a single A guy. Yeah. We don't live in Elsinore. We live in San Diego, and it's just like I I, I get it, and yeah. I understand that in years past, the Morad ownership, they would not have spent the money internationally. They would not have spent the money uh, for $7 million to to do those kind of things. But at some point, you go, we have to improve yeah. the Major League product. This is uh, – Kaplan has this thing going now. He's got some – uh, app going or something that's kind of fun. It's a pretty smart idea. It's like I don't like how people put a poll out yeah, on it, Twitter. Yeah, it's a Twitter thing, but you'll ultimately get rewarded for it. Scott was explaining it to me today. Um, we'll see. Uh, you and I may help him out with it and do some things. Um, but he asked a really fascinating question yesterday, and I thought, and the question was, is Andy Green the right guy to get this team over the top? And this is what my question would be for ownership and for A.J. Preller. Tell me what you see in Andy that leads you to believe that a guy who has managed a team that's accustomed to losing can change the attitude in that room and make that, that a team become a team that expects to win. Because I think that's a lot easier said than done. How is he going to be able to change gears with that team and get that team's day-to-day -day mentality to change to say, you know what? Yeah, we're not a very good team, but tomorrow we're going to be. Using my earlier example, Tom Kelly was able to do it. Yeah. Very quiet guy, not an emotional guy. Maybe got thrown out of one game a year. 
Tom Kelly was able to do it. Maybe Andy Green's the same guy. I never want to see anybody lose a job. I would just like to know, what do you see in Andy that leads you to believe he can ultimately get this team on track? He's never been 500. I'm going to throw two guys at you, okay? okay. Because sometimes I think you, you do need a new voice because when you think of that same voice you keep hearing, you're going, well, I associate that voice with losing. Mm-hmm. And maybe Andy's in that role. Unfortunately, maybe maybe he's that guy right there. I'll throw two guys at you. First, I'll talk to, ask you about a guy that's already in that dugout, Mark mm-hmm. McGuire. Man, that to me is a guy – that I like a lot. Because you're intimidated by his size and his success. Proven track record. Proven track Whether record. Whether you juiced yeah. or not, here yeah. comes his steroid talk. Exactly. I get it. One as a player, though, has a World yep. Series rings as a player, also has one as a hitting coach with the St. Louis Cardinals. Would demand respect. Ring. It demands respect, and he's been around guys who, who are at the top. Guys, Hall of Fame guys like Tony La Russa. I'll, yep. I'll throw another guy at you, okay? Okay. And you're Mark gonna, Loretta. No, you're going to say to me right away, it's too expensive. They can't afford to pay for that guy, okay? You're going to sit there and say, that water's on the ground right there. You're looking for it. There's nothing in that refrigerator. <laughs> so, you're sorry to make it cold for you. Um, I'm going to throw this guy at you, and you're going to tell me right now he's too expensive. It's not going to work out. He's expensive. They just paid $7 million for Phil Hughes. Okay, you're right. $7 million for manager means jack shit. Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi oh, right shit. here, who was a great manager with the Marlins when yeah. they were a shitty team. And yeah. You, and I don't know what the hell happened. And he rubbed people the wrong way. But, man, they had a lot of success in, in with the Marlins. The Yankees went and grabbed them back. Here's a guy that was with huge organizations like the Cubs, the Cardinals, the the Yankees. And you sit there and you go, okay, Joe Girardi, could he do it? He's won World Series before, demands respect. Joe Girardi, when the – Padres start doing something in the next couple of years, moving in the right direction. Not maybe contending for NL West, but moving up the ladder. Yeah, knows how to handle okay. young guys, Are right? You, what do you think about about either one of those? Would you take either one of those guys? Yeah, to shake I things would. up a little bit. Yeah, I would. Um, I like the Girardi call a lot, and I think Padre fans would lose their mind. They'd be so excited by it. I think it would be honestly, it's a season ticket get to say, "Hey, this organization right now is putting the piece of the puzzle together, including a manager with a proven track record." Yeah, I mean, I think what you have to do is it is. I feel incredibly hypocritical because while they were down early in the game, it doesn't change how much fun I had. Yeah, I had a blast. I had yeah. a blast, and my son had a blast. But I'm not a season ticket holder. I'm not. It was just. A guy, a, but you're a, all in on this Padre team, like nothing sure. else. I'm a I'm a dad with his ten year old kid, and we were out yesterday and had a great time. Um, but yeah, at some point, something is going to have to start to change to show that we are gaining traction on the other teams. Yeah, and and at this point, I don't see it. This to me was an important year because you were supposed to start to see the development. Uh, further development of Hedges and Margot, Renfro, and others. Find out what you had in Spangenberg, right? And, and just say, yeah, this is what I have. And if you want to bring up Reyes and Cordero, good. Let's find out what all these guys are. To me right now, they're all seven guys named Joe. Yeah. Nobody I look at and you go, none of those guys. Do I look at and go, those are guys that we're going to look back on and say, man, we watched them come up. We watch him come up. I, I just I don't see any of them. I don't see any of those guys being a future all star. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it in in the pitching. Right? I don't see it with Lauer, Lucchese. To me, I like him, but is Lucchese a three? But I hope he's a three. How about that? Because right? I think Lucchese is really good. I, I don't know if he's a two, but I, if he's a three, that's saying a lot for this organization. And then maybe you find yourself in a situation where you go, look, we we have done. 
where we've homegrown a few guys. And, yeah, we got a three, four, or five, and we swung a trade like they did to get an Andy Ashby. And we signed a, and we swung a trade to get a guy like we got in Kevin Brown. Or we yeah. signed a free agent like we did with Bruce Hurst or things like that. Maybe we don't. Maybe we cultivate. Uh, we home grow three out of our five, and we swing a deal for number four, and we sign a free agent for go. five. You go, all right, I can live with that. Yeah. Just make sure you get it. But um, I, I just think there's frustration, man. I, I think you're seeing it right now in the fan base that, yeah, we appreciate that money is being spent and put back into the product. Money is being spent and put back into the ballpark, which is, Mike, God, I just sat there yesterday. I'm like, you forget how fun that is to just sit there and take in a game. It is so it's nice. Great. And you walk the concourse and just little things like Randy Jones barbecue being back. I feel like that had been gone. Maybe I just hadn't been over down the third baseline. But uh, the Breitbart Hall of Fame is great. The Padres Hall of Fame was great. Yeah. My son and I had a blast in there. When you walk around, the little things that have been done to improve the fan experience at Petco Park, I loved it. The ballpark experience, all the little things that have improved uh, the fan experience, I noticed them and I loved them. But that doesn't change the fact that some of these guys, you either have to figure out, yeah, they're in or B, they're gone and find the next guy. Does it frustrate you right now a feeling we're at the end of May and it feels like a lot of the guys you're looking at last year that they've taken a step backwards? I mean, you mentioned a lot of yeah. players right there that yeah. seem like, you know, wait a and second. And why? Why is that? Why? What What happened? Is it the player? Is it Andy Green? Is it Matt Stairs? What is the reason for it? Because there has to be a reason that all of their growth, all of their growth has been stunted. Yeah. Um, but I will say this: Craig Elston wrote something today on Twitter that I thought was pretty good. And he and Tyson Ross, uh, when he left the game tonight, as we tape on Tuesday, had a three to two lead. And Craig wrote today: If I am AJ Preller tonight at the end of May, I gauge what the trade interest is in Tyson Ross, and I move him tonight. He said, I don't sit here and wait till July 31st. I just find the move that I want, and I move him out right now when his value is high, and don't drag this out. I thought that was pretty good. You know you trade him to right now who would make a deal today is the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees right now, are, as good as they are, are still chasing the Red Sox. Yeah. You know, and he's got, right away the Yankees' weakness is starting pitching. But are they are they looking for a guy like Ross they or are, are they trying to get better no, than Ross? They're trying well, they're trying to get a starting pitcher. So I don't know. I mean, See, like look a at, Chris Archer? Yeah, you look at Ross's numbers are very good right now. You know what's yeah. interesting? One thing when you walked around Petco Park yesterday, did you see uh -huh. the section that had the all-time leaders in every category for the Padres? It's very funny. Yeah, I did see that. It's kind it's kind of weak, right? Yeah, it's kind right. of embarrassing. So yeah. here's one thing I noticed this weekend which was a little frustrating. The all-time home run hitter for the Padres, Nate Colbert, has 173 career home runs. Yeah. Shin Shu Chu has three more home runs than Nate Colbert. Man. And you're, well, like, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? I don't think I've seen more than three home runs by Shin Shu Chu. Yeah, I think, too, it's because we're a team that historically, um, especially with position players, Yeah, man, rent don't buy. If you're a position player for the Padres, especially guys with a big bat, they yeah. they come in and they move out. Like Winfield should have been a guy. Yeah. Winfield should have been a guy that, like Tony Gwynn, played his whole career here. And it, it fucked that up. They did fuck that up. But um, and if Dave had played his whole career here, then all of a sudden of you course. have an established Hall of Famer at the top of your list. Should have been that guy. Yeah. I, I mean, that's Ray Kroc money, man. You got that money. 
Come on. It's uh, it, it is it is interesting. This weekend, I was joking around yesterday watching the Rockets and Warriors, and uh-huh. I and I put out on Twitter. I was just teasing. I go, "What are the po- what are the San Diego sports rules for rooting for the Rockets?" And uh, yeah. they were barely fucking here. You know what's interesting? We love Bob Breitbart. Everybody uh-huh. in San Diego loves him. I didn't realize Bob was the one who owned the Rockets. Yeah. He so he buys the San Diego Rockets for about built the a, arena. Yeah, for about a million and a half. Yeah. Okay. And then he sells the team, makes about four and a half million profit. Yep. He did, did really Com- well. And and I'm not comparing him to Dean. Okay. I understand no, all that. I'm just saying it, I had no idea that he had that kind of money and that he owned the Rockets at one I time. I can't tell you anything about what it was. Yeah. I know the NBA was completely different at that point. It, it was. I mean, the NBA wasn't even on primetime TV. I mean, shit, shit the I- games were on delight, but they had Elvin Hayes, they had Pat Riley, they had Rudy yeah. T. They had some guys that were moving in the right direction. Yeah. Well, I, I love the Clipper team that we had here. Yeah. In '83, that yeah, hit Terry, Terry Cummings, Cummings yeah. Bill Walton, uh, Norm Nixon. Norm was on that team. Uh, Billy Donalds, uh, James Donaldson, James Donaldson, yeah. Uh, Billy McKinney, most underrated point guard in the history of the NBA. <laughs> um, Dave, those games they had yeah. two games a year on Channel Six. I just wish we had. It. I wish we had the NBA. I I'll wish. I wish we had something. It feels like we're just we're missing out on some of the great stuff. As the NBA is so exciting right now. But, uh, how excited would your kids be right now if we had the NBA? Be great, man. You'd be, be broke going to all these NBA be games. Be great. Uh, I've had the most fun. My my one son. I've never seen a guy. Uh, I put it on Twitter today. Yeah. At that age, at the age of ten, more obsessed with a league. He knows. He knows shooting percentage. He knows every coach in the league. He knows almost every roster in the league. He just loves the NBA. Yeah. And Saturday night, I know you did this too, uh, Sean Walchev hosted us at Cali Comfort, our family. And I know you guys were out we there were yesterday. It was fantastic. Just awesome. And uh, and my son Jack and I were sitting there and we're watching um, the Warriors and, yeah. and the Rockets. And like I said, he is all in on Golden State, but he doesn't hate Houston. Yeah. And because he's been in San Diego too long, he started making excuses as to why it would be okay if the Rockets got in. And I said, just stop it. I know you're you're only in for one guy. And that little pussy, Chris Paul did that shimmy move yeah. at Steph Curry. And I watched my son, and I just watched the way he looked at the TV. And, and he didn't say anything. Yeah. And I said to him, I just was talking in his ear. He was right in front of me. His mom couldn't hear me. His brother couldn't hear me. And I said, look at what one guy's doing and look at what the other guy's doing. And I said, let's see which guy's the champion and which guy's the chump. And I said, I don't like that. Yeah. I go, I don't like guys like that, and I don't like that at all. And he was just sitting there, and I just said, one guy's a champion, one guy's a chump. Look at that move right there. And so... uh I, I called him this morning because last night was just crazy. And I called him this morning and I said, isn't it? And I go, it's karma for Chris, <laughs> for Chris Paul. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. What's karma? And I, and I, go, uh, I go, karma is when something bad happens to somebody yeah. who does something bad. And he goes, yeah, you know, I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I like Chris Paul. He goes, I didn't like that move. I go, I don't like Chris Paul. I hope his leg hurts. I go, he sat at the end of the bench because he's a quitter. He goes, well, I, I don't know if he's a quitter. I go, I don't either. But in my mind, he's a quitter. <laughs> but um, 
but yeah, just going back to yeah, Bob Breitbart and, well, and bringing great. it. great. No, no, I just love the fact that your your kids are new because I love the NBA. Hundred percent. And, and right now, I think your kids have passed me up on an NBA fan. My kids have passed me up on an NBA yeah. fan. I mean, they're they're so into these games, and this is a league that is is, is thriving. Right they know now. every guy. Yeah, I, I mean, my I kids really know every guy because of two K eighteen. They I love two K eighteen. God, I wish we had. Yeah, it'd be fun. It's a great sport. But it is. um, so that was it, and and what we saw. I just think that if you're okay and you're buying into the process, that's fine. Um, I do appreciate that ownership's spending money. I, I just don't know that it's smart money. And if I, I thought Darren, I heard driving down tonight, I listened to Darren's interview with AC and AC said the company line from the, uh, sorry, that enemy, cause people accuse Kevin of being a mouthpiece. That's not my point. Kevin said what the team has said, which was, it was about the draft. And Darren said, who are you drafting at 74? That's worth $7 million. Yeah. Who are you drafting there? It's worth 7 million. I don't know. What did AC it. say back to him? He was, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I mean, you will look at the money that's slot. Unless that guy is basically a, a top 10 pick, that you're overpaying. Yeah. You're out of your mind. I, I just, we we have to find a way to take all these guys. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you, you keep, do you ever have this guy in the in the fantasy uh, fantasy football league where you go, yeah, okay, well, I'm going to trade you one guy. I'm going to trade you uh uh, give me any play. I'm going to trade you Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to get Matt Ryan, and I'm going to get uh, you know any yeah. receiver, and then I'm going to trade away my impact. I'm going to trade you Demarco Murray, and then I'm going to get a you know I'm going to get Melvin Gordon, and then all of a sudden you go, well, I added 14 new players, yeah. and I went from being first place to eighth place just like that. Exactly. At some point, at some point, what this team has to do is be the ones acquiring the Aaron Rodgers. Couldn't agree more. Right? I mean, you got it. To me, I just think if, if you're going to move, I, I hope they are active this year with the Brad Hands of the world and the, you know, uh, Tyson Ross. Yeah. And if you want to move Stamen and Kirby Yates and all these other dudes, go ahead. None of these guys figure into the long-term plans. It would just be nice if we started to see a few guys exactly. that figure into the long-term plans. I'm with you 100% on that, without a doubt. Hey, I want to thank Daniel over at Superior Fence. Daniel Tyler doing a great job. Superior Fence Company started back in 2005, 13 years in the business. 760-745-4846. That's the number right there. Have you looked at your property and said, yeah, man, nothing would be better than putting the right fence on my property, or I need to replace that fence that's fallen apart since I got that property? Here's the number again, 760-745-4846. Superior Fence Company, they do it all. They do everything, track homes. They also HOA work, free estimates, even Saturdays. Final fence from white to dark colors. They do them all. Chain link. There's nothing much to them. Des Daniel says that's no problem at all. But what I like the best are the custom iron gates, the fences. They're absolutely great. Uh, Daniel and his company, they do a great job in the North County, but they'll go all over San Diego County for you. Again, A-plus rating with BBB. What are you waiting for? Fully licensed and insured. Superiorfence.com. Also, you can follow Daniel on Twitter. Uh, SD Superior Fence. SD Superior Fence. Yeah, big. You're getting to the point. The the summer's coming, and you're gonna want to build that kind of that that exterior out there around your property. Make sure you're safe, and just make sure everything's done. Plus, I think we all dealt with it. Everybody's got a nosy neighbor. Hey, yeah, what are you do. doing over there? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what, Daniel? Do me a favor. That neighbor of mine over there is about five nine. Make that fence run about six four. <laughs> 
Hey! Hey, I can't see anything anymore. Yeah, that's the point. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put that sharp wrought iron <laughs> in and get it done. I love it, man. I love what those guys are doing because, yeah, doing the right fencing, not only does it look nice, yeah. it's going to look great, but it really makes a lot of sense for your property. It helps your property value go through the roof. Absolutely. Also, don't forget about Alan Taylor at Taylor May Pools. Don't wait until the kids are out of school. Guess what? The kids are out of school for summer break just around the corner. If it's not coming up next week, we'll be in the next couple weeks. Most schools are around the same schedule. TaylorMade Pools is waiting for that phone call right now. They can help you with any area related to your remodel. Old pool upgrade, the tile. Don't forget about the surface. Bring the old equipment up to date. Save money right now. TaylorMade Pools is offering the Dave and Jeff Show special. A $1,000 discount towards a full remodel. Call, call Alan or Stacy. Here's the number. Again, $1,000 you can save on the Dave and Jeff Show special. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Also, don't forget to follow Alan on Twitter at TMadePools. TMadePools, Alan Taylor right there. He's that the remodel will add about 25 years to yeah, your pool you like aren't that. kidding. That's just my guess yeah. on that. Alan may go, it's more like fill in the blank years. But you understand the point I'm going to yeah. make. You're going to have somebody come out, and they're going to do it right, and all of a sudden, not is the pool going to look great, but all of a sudden, Dave, it's just like anything that you do. When you when you remodel it, get it done, man, it's going to be more cost-efficient, it's going to look great, and you're going to know you don't have to do it again for the next 10, 15, maybe even 20 years. Alan Taylor's your guy right there. Brian Curry, though, he's your guy right there for your home. You find that perfect home for you all over San Diego County. You guys, you saw what I was talking about this past weekend. There are open houses all over San Diego. Find the house that is right for you. Brian Curry can get you in that right house. 20 years in the business. President's Elite Award with Caldwell Baker. Top 1% internationally. Certified negotiation specialist. That's what you want right there. Brian Curry, he's the guy to find the perfect home for you, no matter what your situation is. BrianCurryRealEstate.com. You can email Brian. It's Brian at BrianCurry.com. Brian's our guy right there. I don't know what you're waiting for. This is the biggest investment of your life. Why would you go with anyone else? Brian Curry, call him on his cell phone number, 619-251-1588. Yeah, and our August 1st coming up, we're going to have a great night at the East Lake Country Club. Please go to the GoFundMe page that you will find on our Twitter page, and a $25 donation gets you in. Every dollar we raise that night will go to benefit five charities. They are Stand Up to Cancer, the Alpha Project, Rancho Coastal Humane Society, Charity Water, and Suicide Awareness. Our friend Brian Curry has said that if you buy a house right now, mention the Dave and Jeff podcast, go into closing, and he'll kick in another 1000 bucks on August the 1st as we get closer and closer to our goal of $10,000. Uh, Brian Curry has just been an outstanding friend and supporter of this show. We couldn't be more thankful for what he does. And for me... I'm just a couple of months away. Yeah. I, I could not feel less pressure knowing into my next living situation that it's going to matter to me. It's going to matter to my sons. My wife is going to want to make sure that I'm in a good place to say for our sons. Man, I couldn't have more confidence knowing that Brian's going to help me find it. You'll have that same confidence as well. The number again, 619-251-1588. want to ask you about this thing that happened in entertainment today. Oh, boy. This was an amazing story to me. I yep. mean, it was one of those things that you heard about early this morning, meaning as we talk about it on Tuesday, but Roseanne Barr. Because yeah. the Roseanne show came back, and it came back with a vengeance. I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, big. I watched every single one. and I Was wasn't, it good? 
It was good, and the writing was good. You know, the people that don't get credit are the writers. And they Norm MacDonald was writing on it. Whitney Cummings, yes. Wanda Sykes, they yes. were all part of it. I mean, they had three of the best crew. that make a ton of money with their ability to write. Yeah. They did a fantastic job. All of a sudden, the Roseanne Bar, which was picked up because it went to number one. Yeah. as a number one comedy coming back. And it was they were told in March, hey, we're bringing this thing back. Sarah Gilbert, who played the, the youngest yep. daughter, was the executive producer. It was her idea. Now, all of a sudden, Roseanne's show is off there. It has been canceled by ABC. Yeah, because today she makes a tweet about Valerie Jarrett, who was a member of the Obama administration. And said if the Brotherhood of Muslims and the Planet of the Apes had a baby, it would be Valerie Jarrett. Amazing. And ABC stepped up and said, we're done. Yeah. We're just done. And she'd been, she got into it with Chelsea Clinton about something. And she's been critical of other people and accusing a, a, a Jewish gentleman of, doing things to benefit the Nazis, which they say are false. But the thing today is when you look at it, it has nothing to do with politics, whether you're Trump or, or whether you're an Obama fan. You go, you're, you're a grown woman. Yes. And you just called a woman of color an ape. Called her an ape. And ABC stepped in and said, you're out. What I looked at today when I saw that, is I thought back, and you probably heard it as well, there was an interview about a month or two ago on the Stern Show where John Goodman was on. John Goodman yep. and Roseanne were on Stern together. And John Goodman said that when he had been a part of the Roseanne Show the first time around, he didn't appreciate it. He said he'd acted like an asshole. And he said, I'm, in, I'm really, really enjoying being back with these people that are family and being there every day, and we're having a wonderful time. They talked about Sarah Gilbert and and Lori Metcalf, yeah, the kid who played the son, and just said it's wonderful. Well, he's out today. Lori Metcalf's out today. The the guy who played uh, their son, but then on top of that, all the crew are out of jobs today. Somebody sent me a message today, and they're like, "Well, you get in, you start working on the Roseanne show. You have to expect that." No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you act like a pro. Yeah. And you go, man, we're riding high. A week ago, you're, you're three. Yesterday, you're like, man, that's great. It brought me back, Dave, to June of 07 when I was about to get married. My girlfriend, who became my wife, was pregnant. We knew we had twins. You and I were at Free FM. We were killing it at yeah. Free FM. And things could not have been better. Don Imus says nappy-headed hose about the Rutgers basketball team. And on June 22nd, which was less than two weeks before we got married, I got fired. You got fired. Yep. I didn't know Don Imus. Don Imus ended up fine out of this. We talked about this before. His fucking dummy on Twitter is like, ah, with Imus. Shut up. You don't know <laughs> shit. You weren't, you weren't there. Yeah. You don't know what that was like for me. You don't know what that was like for Dave professionally. There were so many things going on. And that was immediately today who I thought of. Yeah. I thought of all the people that were caught in the crossfire that had nothing to do with the tweet that all of a sudden wake up today and see that and be like, oh, my God. And at 12 noon, they go, I'm out of a fucking yeah. job. I mean, a lot of people don't make Roseanne money. You're talking about Correct. set designers and guys who move wires and lighting and guys who just have make the same money you're making at your job. Correct. And now you're out. And maybe they're getting married. And maybe their girlfriend's pregnant. But the difference being, um, 
was, I think my wife at that time was already a county employee, and we were lucky enough that our benefits were through the county. Yeah. But what if your benefits are through ABC? I don't know how ABC handled it. Maybe I hope they took care of those people, and maybe they tried their- on another show or a new yeah, show. Yeah, as quick as they can. But, I mean, if you're some of the sidebar actors- yeah, No kidding. If you're that other daughter on the show- yeah. It was never in anything else. Or the yeah, sun, right? right. Never in anything else. And you're back. And it's just fun. It's not only the money, but it's fun. You're back living that yeah. life. And just like that, I mean, that's where you go, shit, what are you doing? Yeah, really, really, really disappointing. I tell you what, I give a lot of credit to ABC. You know, yeah. ABC did not mess around. It wasn't one of those where they let it go a couple of days. They just decided, Move you quick. know what? Move quickly. And you've heard people tell me today, well, you know another network will pick them up. I'm not they kept so saying sure. Fox was going to pick them up. Hey, if Fox picks them up, they pick them up. But you know what? NBC and CBS, I can't imagine that they would go nope. and grab that. And again, it, the show is very successful, but I think by her comments, you just lost a lot of people too. Yeah, you lost a lot of people. It happened on Twitter, and Twitter to me today was fantastic because John Gennaro, John Gennaro today determined that he was going to coach everybody on the art of the podcast <laughs> and okay. said, listen, if you don't come out with something to say, then then we're not going to be interested in listening. And so then he was deemed, I believe by Steve Woods, the Lord of the podcast. <laughs> and he got shelled and smoked like he should have, just got absolutely destroyed. Because he go, who the fuck are you, Gennaro? Shut up, you asshole. <laughs> the fuck down your ivy yeah in your ivory tower come the fuck down pretty boy you relax your bullshit so i'm reading Gennaro today just getting lit up and yeah. i'm like it's so great because he had it coming and i i go what what are you talking who are you talking to <laughs> talking to brady phelps right you're talking to a miserable padre fan who who are you calling out but then i'm sitting there and i realize i've made a huge mistake oh shit I've made a huge mistake, and the huge mistake that I've made is that I'm not following too many people on Twitter. I'm following a lot of people that are supportive of this show. Yeah. And so I go to Twitter. What I've always used Twitter for, what I like it the most for, is for my news feed. Baseball, kind of what's going on throughout the course of the day, the NHL. And now the problem is... I. Here was Gennaro today where I almost fucking drove over <laughs> and hit him over the head El Cabong style. <laughs> Apparently, 97.3, the fan, their Twitter page has like 400 followers. And H.J. Preller has like 480. Apparently, this is an amazing story okay. to, to everybody involved. So then, I think it was the ghost of Ray Kroc determined that there should be a podcast that would be moderated by a third person. <laughs> and it, this pot, this is what I had to look at today on Twitter. Yeah. And these people were serious, grown men. That it was going to be Steve Woods, John Gennaro, Dallas from the Kept Faith, and whoever the fuck the moderator was. <laughs> And these three dumb shits were going to tell us the inside truth as to how they were going to run the fans' Twitter page and how much different life had been had they not been turned down for the job. And I go, how fucking bored do you think we are? 
Gennaro, you fucking dumb shit. You think I'm that fucking bored that I need to sit here and hear John and Dallas and Steve? Three guys I like a lot. I couldn't give less of a fuck. If we were in the car and they were like, listen, we're going to hang. We're driving to Elsinore. And I'm going to get you caught. At, and I don't think Woods played a part in this. Yeah. But he just got drug into it. I don't even know that Dallas played a part in it. It was Gennaro and that lunatic Ray Kroc. You know, hey, you know what story we're going to share with you? I'd be like, I don't know. Let me hear it. <laughs> let me hear it. <laughs> the story of how we were going to run the fan page. Like it's the ins- like it's the behind the scenes, what they were going to do on Twitter. No. No, just drop me off. I'm fine. I'll go to the mall. I'll go get a wallet. I'll do whatever I need to fucking do. And this fucking dink thinks that we're all so bored that we have to, we're interested in that. And I'm looking at these dumb fucks. Yeah. There's 17 different comments as to how they're going to coordinate this podcast. There's nobody, you dumb fucks. <laughs> nobody is interested in what you would have done running that page. Jesus Christ. Think before you hit set. Dave, would you listen to that? No, I would not. I would have, they were all in the car and said, somebody shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear anymore. I don't want to hear anymore. We had so many visions. It's a Twitter page for crying out loud. What would you have had? 800 followers? My God, what a couple of world changers. Why do they keep showing me Bobby Kennedy videos for 1968? (laughs) Why don't they show videos of what John Gennaro would have done for my fucking Twitter page? And then today, here's where else Gennaro gets fucking Mr. How Grady would have been on the fan. (coughs) <coughs> 10,000 people are reacting to the news that Ted is dealing with kidney cancer. And Gennaro shows up in my feed again, posting out a picture of his brand new Fran Mail Reyes t-shirt. <laughs> hey, did you see what I got today in the mail? I go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> a San Diego treasure has been diagnosed with treatable, thankfully, cancer, but let's tell everybody just shut down, John, so we can look at what you've added to your wardrobe. But you're going to coach everybody how to do a podcast with your brilliant insight. So this is my simple question yeah. to all of you. For years, I followed about 111 people on Twitter, and it was fine. That's not many, though. For most people, that's not many. I know. Ted follows like 19. Is that right? Yeah, but he's 78 years old. <laughs> Now, I figured out today I'm following like 500 people. Yeah. So I think this this is what I can do. I can either unfollow you. Yeah. Or I can mute you. Now, I find muting you to be disrespectful because if you say something to me, I'm not going to hear it. Yeah. But I hope you're not offended if I choose not to follow you because it will allow I don't block anybody. Gennaro's blocking people left and right. Craig Meadey's telling me tonight, uh, goddamn Gennaro blocks me. I had 20 people that told me Costa blocked him last week. <laughs> Costa uh, blocks everybody. Oh, uh, why? I don't why know. Why are you blocking guys? Do you, did you block anybody? I've never blocked anyone in my life. I don't think I have either. There were a couple of guys that I muted, but here's the thing. If I, if I stop following you, I don't want you to be offended by it. I'm not muting any of you. 
Yeah. I just think tomorrow I'm probably going to go through and just say, uh, when are we, this will air what night? When hey, are we going to air this? Hell, I was going to ask you. Do you want to air them? We can air them both at the, so we can launch them both at the same time. Or well, we no, no. Oh, this, because we just talked we're about not going to be back. Huh? We, we, we just talked about Roseanne. So I was saying, why don't we just launch them both? Yeah, and this will be our two for the week. Yes. Look, there's going to be a bunch of you that are going to see that I no longer follow you, although I don't know. Do you know. have an app on your phone that has an unfollow list? No, I don't. Okay, put, that's, no. What, that's what people know right away. They'll know right away if that you follow them. Why, why do why that Why would you drive yourself, yourself crazy? Yeah. I have no idea. Listen to what I'm saying, though, because I want this to be clear. When I see Gennaro or Costa are blocking you guys, I, I don't have any reason. I, I don't have any idea why they're doing that. But a lot of you get into these long Twitter conversations like Miserable Padre Fan, who I love. Yeah. All of a sudden, I have 44 notifications on my phone the other day, and it's 38 of them are about his men's league baseball game. Why the fuck do I, why am I in this conversation? <laughs> now, he gracefully apologized. He goes, shit, that was me. Now, just understand, <laughs> it's kind of like the Ringo Starr thing. I say it all with peace and love. Yes. If I choose to unfollow you, believe what I'm saying is that I would rather unfollow you than mute you. Because this way we can still talk if you yeah. have anything. And look, you might be like, well, fuck you. I'm not going to follow. Hey, I get it. I get it. It's all respect. I'm not unfollowing anybody because yeah. I'm mad at you. I like all you guys. But it's just, I just like looking at it as kind of my own individual. Yeah, I got you. At least new- you don't do the zero thing like Skip Bayless. We don't follow anybody. No. Um, but I will say that I have... I've gotten a appreciation. Like I'm, the first guy I'm done with is Leisure Fryer. I'm <laughs> really? done. I'm can't follow Why? him anymore. Oh my gosh, I just can't follow him anymore. Oh he will gosh. be the first guy that's gone. He's gonna need therapy once you unfollow. Bullshit. Him. That guy has his face in the lap of anybody that does a podcast. Anybody that does a podcast, be careful going to get your keys because you're gonna run right into the back of Leisure Fryer's head. I <laughs> got that guy. You're a grown man, and you have a lot of people that care about you. How about showing a little dignity and stop stomping your feet when a guy doesn't put a podcast up? All right, and stop. Who the fuck is Marver? I, I, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I think I'm. I don't know if I've met Marver. I don't know. God damn! If I'm Marver, I'm taking out a restraining order against Fryer. Fryer's a little, and he's a little creepy writing about you. About me. <laughs> Fryer's always creepy about you. He's creepy about writing. H.J. Uh, Preller, I think I'm done following. Wow. Because you're we talked. Crush a lot of these people. Well, he's always talking about jerking each other off. Yeah. That's, you're a grown man. I, You have kids. Maybe that's his thing. I don't know what to tell you. It's weird. Don't talk about, hey, let's stop jerking each other off. Who does? What? Who are you jerking off? I'm not, I'm not jerking anybody off. I work for a living. What a, if you're thinking it, you're doing it. He's going you. somewhere and jerking people off. <laughs> you're thinking it, you're doing it. He's doing it. Let me it. tell you, though, that saying right there yeah. will get your attention immediately. You could be in a meeting tomorrow at work where you're like, I already know what they're talking about. And if the guy in the, running the meeting all of a sudden goes, let's stop jerking each other off, immediately you're looking up like, He what? goes to it too quick. <laughs> to it too quick. I love, <laughs> I love his, his blog that he writes. But that guy is jerking guys off. <laughs> hey, man, that's his thing. That's his thing. <laughs> Whatever. 
Everybody's got stress, and he's there for stress oh relief. But that guy, oh, I'm like, you're a fucking weirdo. Stop sending me that shit. Makes me concerned about you. Hey, let's stop jerking. Nobody once said, hey, the Padres are doing great. Why don't we shuffle behind the barn and jerk everybody off? <laughs> but this fucking weirdo's doing it. And then, uh, and then he's, ahead. and then he's mad. He's always mad at the Padres. Yeah, always. Yeah. Hey, how come? How come I don't know? Um, Mike D's got fired. Well, you do know. They told everybody you were just jerking guys off behind the barn. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> come on from behind the barn. Zip your zipper. You would have heard the story, you dick. <laughs> All right, I got a Twitter question for you. All right, let me hear it. How often do you go to somebody you follow and go, okay, who are they following? Like, I never do that. Do you do you go to other people, take time out of your day to go to other people and go, who are they following? Um, The only reason I would do that yeah. um, would be like, are they are they following somebody that I should be following? Okay. So it's not, it's not like, at least for me, it's not from a stalker perspective. Yeah. But, um, okay, so let's say you're a baseball guy and you want to see what Matt Vaskersian, who he follows to get his information. From. Yeah, because then all of a sudden you go, oh, okay, I okay. hadn't necessarily thought of this guy. Um, but, yeah, the problem is, see, this is because I want to thin it down because, my God, there's some of you guys that are like 10,000 tweets all, all day, boom, 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 and it just clogs yeah. everything up. But I don't want to mute anybody because I do. I feel like if you mute people, that's just a dick move. Yeah, I understand that one hundred percent. The reason and I, I don't block you, anybody, I don't want to block anybody. But if I if I just unfollow people, it's I'm not. I don't hate you. I just like I like streamlining everything. That's just my thing. I just like streamlining everything. I got it. You're getting rid of the clutter. I understand what you're doing. Yeah, but the problem is a lot of those guys make me laugh during the day. So I wish I could just get rid of. Like I said, Fryer will be out. He's done. Oh boy. Um, oh boy, nothing. Gonna crush him. Good. He needs to come down a level before he dies. <laughs> you know, he does not appreciate our role in bringing him to glory. <laughs> I'm done with Barkley. He writes ten thousand. Oh my gosh, you can't be done with Run. What's wrong with you? Can I mute him? No. You sure? You can't mute him. All right. The reason I asked you the question about Twitter was okay. A girl came up to my son the other day. Okay. okay. And this got into my head. A lot of things don't don't bother me. I told, we talked about this the other day, things that bother you. This, this for some reason, stuck in my head for a couple of days. Yeah, I made ditch Woods, too, because he's a little too emoji-happy. He, he loves emojis. Weirdo. That guy wishes he was in the eighth grade. Yeah, the fucking guy just said, hand, well, maybe that's why he's H.J. Preller, because he's hand-jobbing everybody. <laughs> he thinks Woods is weird with the emojis. He's like, dude, that is weird. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. All right, so this girl comes up to my son the other day, and it's mm -hmm. a girl that he went to high school with, and she goes, you know, your dad is weird. And I was like, yeah. And, you know, my Josh was like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, I went through his Twitter, and I went through everybody your dad follows and who follows your dad, and your dad is, is weird. There's no reason for him to be following porn stars or porn stars I to be agree. following him. Oh, I agree. Really? So you going to dump Lisa Ann on your Twitter? I'm single. <laughs> so I was like, first he said it, and I was like, what the fuck she care? And then I was like, she took time out of her day to yeah. go through close to 5,000 people and to decide to go, which guy's weird, which, who isn't weird, who yeah. I should be as an adult, who I should be able to follow and not follow, who should follow me, the whole deal. And I went, what the fuck is she talking about? She got in your head, huh? She got in my You're head. You're a creeper.
You're I'm not a great. You are. Here's the deal. When Jeff and I did the national show for uh-huh. Fox Sports a couple years ago. Let me hear this. That's when people started reaching out to us like crazy. Because everybody knew, hey, if we followed them, they follow back. All of a sudden, they not might me. gain more followers. Me, 100%. I ended up with like five porn stars following me. All right. Hang on. Let's One just, of them killed herself. I'm sorry. Let's but, just act. <laughs> let's just act like this was a court of law while you laugh at your yes. own joke. Poor Charlotte Styles. Are you going to really stick with the fact that unsolicited five porn stars started following you? Yes. I disagree. Yes. <laughs> disagree 100% because I came in and told you. You started Hey, fo- Nikki Ben started following me. Yes. 100% true. That's what happened. Don't shake if, your head. If we were Why at, would you shake your head when you ask me a direct question? Because it's a lie. I, I'm, that is not a lie. You're a liar. That's not a lie. On over Vera's dead body? On Vera's dead body. You're going to say that. Alicia Fryer's dead body. Yes. That's it. Now, Lisa Ann was a different situation. Yeah, that was weird. Lisa Ann, because well, I went and tracked her down at the Super Bowl. You ran after her. Yeah, because I didn't want to miss an opportunity. It worked out for both of us. Like a teenage girl. And what's happening now? Chasing down Stevie B. <laughs> Florida. Stevie B. Anyway, yeah, the girl got in my head. Long story yeah. short, she got in my head that... This girl would go through everyone who follows me and who I follow to sit there and give it a judgment back to my kid. What's her fucking problem? That's what I'm saying. What's her fucking problem? Yeah, what's your problem? Yeah. Snooty. <laughs> Little Alicia Silverstone. This is where Twitter gets in the way, by is the way. Is she 18? No, she's 23, 24 okay, years old. Okay, so she's an adult. Yeah, she's an adult. All right, here, this happened to me. Running the around day. the mall in her little training bra. <laughs> my last thing at Twitter gets in the way and All takes right, too much hear. of your time. Saturday night, I walk out my front door, I turn around and lock the front door, and I'm looking uh-huh. at my phone because, of course, I'm looking at Twitter, and I'm thinking I'm going to look at it before I walk to the car, and I step on something. I think I'm stepping on my shoelace. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm stepping on a snake. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, nothing I hate more than snakes. I'm like kind of got to open a book up God so I pick damn. a snake, I'll drop the snake. I'll yeah. drop the book because there's a snake on it. Anyway, I do. I was stepping on a snake. I don't know if it was a baby rattlesnake or, or what kind of snake oh, I was shit. stepping on. Man, freak the shit out of me. Yeah, snakes are bad. Yeah. You ever step on a snake? No. Yeah. I don't. Do that freak me. So immediately I open the door and run back in the house. I don't know what to do. Apparently. Okay. Help me out on this. Yeah. Pronunciation. Since you and your fucking, your own stalker. Go ahead. Coach me on everything that we get wrong. The little snakes that you will see running around. Is it, is it. I knew you were going to say Gardner or Gardner, right? Or is it G-A-R-T-E-N? Is it Gardner? that. Jesus it's not like garter like a garter belt. Dude, now I got to look that up. Dude, I have no idea, and I don't know how to, how to tell you which it's way to GA, go. Like, I just mentioned it because I think those are the only kind of snakes I've ever seen. And those are the ones that they say hey, they're the ones you want to keep around. They're the ones yeah. that keep the rats away or mice or whatever else. You know? Yeah. It, you're right, dude. You're absolutely right. It's, it's garter. And looking at it right now. With an N? With a, oh, I'm sorry, dude. It's, my eyes are so good. It's gardener. How no, you it's spell? garter. You got G-A-R-T-E-R. That's it. Yeah, you got it right. Garter wow. snake. Okay. Yeah, garter snake. So yeah, I think we, that's it. We Looking at the picture think, right now, I think this is it. But I'm not yeah. looking for a goddamn rattle. But weren't you always thinking that was like garden yeah, snake? That's what I thought so too. Where it's you go, not. okay, that that's bad. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, let's yeah. This looking at the picture looks like what it was. It was yeah. squiggling away. Just the little ones that are in the yeah. yeah. And you go, Okay, that's no big deal. You just let those go. I think honestly, those are the only snakes I've ever seen. Okay, here's the deal. I found something today online. All right, look, you learn something every day. Okay. You can take this thing. It puts sonic sounds out. You put it right in your goddamn lawn. Oh, okay? yeah. You push it down. Can Barkley get that for and me? So I'm sure he could. And then, not after you goddamn muted him. 
So I'm not <laughs> mute. I'm not muting anybody. So you put it in your yard and it's supposed to keep mice, rats, and snakes away. Oh, see that okay? from six thousand square feet. So okay. I'm like, that should do anybody good. How do they practice that? I don't like, know. How do well, they train? Okay, it? here's what I'm freaked out about. Okay. What if it fucks up my dog? Does that that sonic noise mess your dog up too? Yeah. See, that's why chicks should date guys that host a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Where's and John Gennaro when guys? you need him? Huh? Where's John Gennaro when you need him to answer this question? Yeah. Because you want to go. Who do you want to go to dinner with? You want. So what I've been working on now. This is the fascinating part. It affects snakes and common rodents. Chicks are like so bored. They're just texting their friends. <laughs> Call me. Say it's an emergency. Say Fryer died. <laughs> or do you want to go out with us? <laughs> um, I went to the Belly Up on Friday. Yeah. Night. Telling you, man, I missed out on so much. I missed out on so much. I was married to a great girl. She's awesome. But um and I'm thrilled that we're still friends. But as I'm sitting there at the belly up the other night, I go, shit, I missed out on so much. Um, it started off with our boy Stevie Wood's brother in law, Graham Nancaro. Okay. Now those guys, that's a really fun band. Nancaro. Um, he did a Buck Owens tribute. Like he played all Buck Owens songs, he was out Wait, for like. Wait, so he plays guitar. Yeah. So Woods really is even the best guitar player in his family. Woods is pretty good though. Yeah. Well, hey, he's not sitting there at the belly up. No, he's not Robbie yeah. Erlin good, but he's so he can't good. even pull the guitar out like a Memorial Day barbecue Fuck and no. look like a star. Fuck no. Fuck, fucking embarrassing. And if he, I know, right? Jesus. Yeah, trying to play. Uh, you got a friend in me. Yeah. For yeah, his, yeah. for Hannah, can't do shit. <laughs> it's like you know, uh, my brother's got a record contract. Ah, uh, fuck. I know Chris Cantori. <laughs> uh, so we watched Graham Nankaron. He was really yeah. fun. But then, uh, who was it? You or who the fuck killed me on Twitter? God damn, it made me laugh. We saw a Johnny Cash tribute band. Okay. These dudes cashed out. Now, it was weird because it's the first time at the belly up in many times where the sound system was all fucked up. Like, they, they really? had the sound bad. God damn, Dave. That guy was outstanding. San Diego band, cashed out, outstanding, really fun. Yeah. And uh, and now I'm going back to the belly up this Friday night. Now, here's why it's great going this Friday night. We're going for the happy hour. Okay. So we're going from happy hour from 530 to 730. It is Cougar Central in that place. There you go. Hubba hubba, <laughs> as the late Dick Enberg would say. It's Leisure Fire would say, yes. Yes, Fryer is not coming because there's no trolley stop or whatever he takes. I mean, dude, you're not going to get laid if you're like, hey, I got you a bus pass. I, I can't. <laughs> Transfer, yes. You know, I was going to unfollow him a minute, and I can't unfollow him. I'm not going to unfollow anybody. I just got to sit there and suffer in my misery because I can't do it, and I'm classic. But I can't wait to go back Friday night. Yeah. And... It's just it's fun. Do you go? When's the last time you've actually gone out to see live music? Dude, a long time ago. Not like a concert, but just like live music. Long time ago. I, we, yeah. I have a close friend of mine that does uh, eighty cover music, eighties cover music. Our man, disappointing Joe and Tad Ryan yeah. are looking for your request on Twitter. By the way, did you send anything? No, in? I haven't sent anything in yet. Uh, why do all you assholes? You know, here's the other thing: why I'm fucking gonna get rid of all of you on Twitter and just block you. <laughs> What's wrong? With you? <laughs> because. Tad Ryan says, um, hey, we're looking for requests. Yeah. 
okay? We're putting it, it's a charity event, okay? And here come all these moron fucking songs. Hey, why don't you play Partridge Family? Hey, fuck you, okay? <laughs> Save your fucking jokes for Lestat's open mic night, you douchebag. And I'll tell you, another guy who's worn me out is Kevin Charity. Oh, really? Okay. He's talking about Chris Pat. He's sending in 10,000 shitty songs. None of Nobody likes any of them. Yeah. Why Conniff keeps him around at Mad Friars, I have no idea. And then the other day, he's talking about Paddock. Paddock's coming off Tommy John surgery, and Kevin Charity's idea was to put him in the bullpen. Well, yeah, let's have a guy who just had fucking major elbow surgery pitched three days in a row. <laughs> So you're done. He's a gone. He's the one guy? Nah, he's not okay, gone. Okay, he's not gone. All right, let me, let me, Racers on pencil. Let me knock these two out, then I got to ask you about KUSI. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, cool. I got to ask you about KUSI. Speaking of Ryan Barkley, he's going to be excited that he's not muted or black. I can't do that to him. He's family. Ryan Barkley's your guy. He's the guy to fix up your lawn right there. He's he's the guy to take care of everything for you. You're tired of coming home and looking at that crappy yard. Guess what? Ryan will fix that for you. That's what him and his dad's got to I'll hit do. him up on Twitter and ask him about that Sonic thing. All right, that's it. I got to ask him about that. Let's we'll just ask him. Me. Let's just send him every one of us, like how all of you sent all those messages to AC asking him why Mike D was fired. Yeah. Let's all send individual messages to Barkley and ask him if that Sonic thing will stop Blue Jays, raccoons, <laughs> Jays. possums, gophers. But just everybody ask him one individual that's thing, it. most random thing you can think of field mice. Lions, jaguars, yes, grizzly bear, leisure fryer. <laughs> we'll just keep fryer off my front yard. All right, go ahead. Ryan's your guy right there. Artificial turf, sod insulation, lawn restoration, treatments, fertilization, decorative pavers, you name it, flagstone patios, retaining walls. There's so many things that Barkley Landscape can do for you. Look, free estimates. Why would you go anywhere else? Right now, you got to call Ryan, 619-669-8000, 619-669-8000. One day, I will take a picture of my backyard and show you what a great job he's done there. Made my wife so happy that he's fixed our backyard up. Barkley Landscape, the only people to call 35 years in the business. Ryan's direct number again, 619-669-8000. Love it. Absolutely love the job he does. And can't thank him enough for his support. The first guy to jump in. Yep. Barkley was the first guy to jump in on this podcast. But I say this, Dave, I get the biggest kick out of his Papa Bark Twitter when he shows the before and after pictures. I love that. And I think there might be a part with Ryan where he may be like, ah, is this a humble brag thing? No way, man. I think I, I think a lot of us do, too. When you look at it, I have no idea who the people are that live in that house. But when you look at what the yard looked at before and looked at afterwards, yep. amazing job that they do. Absolutely amazing job. There you go. Do you have a situation right now? We have a drain that you can't get it to go down. A buddy of mine called me the other day and said, I know there's a plumber that you guys use on your podcast. Right yep. now, I need help. I have a daughter and a wife that have messed up this drain. $99. Oh, drain how'd cleaning. they do that? Any drain <laughs> said that, guess what? Long hair comes out of women like crazy. And it messes up those drains. Forget about the drain or anything else. You need a professional to do it. Call the guys over at Happy Plumbing. Blake and Travis, they're your guys. $99 special right now. Any drain, they'll take care of it for you. Upfront flat rate pricing. Happy Plumbing, they're your guys. 
free estimates as well, licensed and insured. Happyplumbing.com. Again, 619-433-4943. My God, Manny Margot plays center field like Alan Horton plays over the line. Horseshit. <laughs> I'm done with that guy. Inside the park home run, Padres you, just gave up. You think so? Uh, are they going to go E8? Oh, you got it. Or they're either going to – they might go E8. Sorry about that to the guys at Happy Plumbing. Yeah, I, I mentioned a lot. I am getting ready to move in September – and when I move, it will be the first call I make because, Dave, it's all the things. I just want them done. Yeah. It's going to be kind of like when you go in for your teeth cleaning and you get everything done preventative ahead of time. I'm going to have Blake and Travis come in and just go through, make sure the water pressure is right, make sure that it's not going to be scalding hot. Yeah. Right? Make sure everything works, no leaks, all those kind of things. And then on top of it, make sure those goddamn drains are cleaned. Because I don't know who your neighbor's running around with, but hearing about wife and daughter, long hair falling off their body, that makes me lightheaded. <laughs> so all I all I know is I'm going to have Blake and, and Trav come in. I just get it. Just don't even tell me what you saw. I'll provide <laughs> the rubber gloves and the nose clip. And just get it done, and then God bless you and your <laughs> and your family and your beautiful dog as well. All right, got to ask you about KUSI before we mm -hmm. get on out of here. We'll be going an hour and 13 minutes so far on this podcast. Okay. All right, KUSI changed the morning show up. They do it all the time, it seems like. Why'd right? they take my girl Elizabeth Alvarez off the desk? I have no I idea. I think she's great. I do too. Elizabeth Alvarez off the desk, okay. But in the morning, you have Carlos Amesqua, okay. who's still there. Yep. Lisa Remillard, who's there four years, is gone. I just realized she's been gone since April. I yeah, she'd been gone for a while. I had no idea she was gone, but there was no storyline on why she was gone. All of a sudden, she's she's off there. I have to assume she was fired. Okay. No idea why. But if you looked at her, she used to pull this move because she's a tiny girl. I don't know yeah, her at all. USC fan. But she, big USC fan. She raised that chair up super high. Well, yeah. Then she'd go Mary Hart angle where she'd show the legs. Oh, wow. You know, and so you say, okay, here's here's a short girl always showing the legs, which I always appreciate. But she, she's she gone. Lauren Finney is now in the morning, okay? Now, wasn't she doing 10 o'clock at night? 11 o'clock. Sandra Moss would go to 11, Boy, and then they would okay. start up again, go 30 more minutes, and then she would go 11 to 11.30. Was Sandra Moss going to give you 30 more minutes? Come on, Sandra. Where are you going? Yeah. So uh, Lauren Finney was the one that would do the 11 o'clock. But Lauren Finney is now doing mornings. Okay, I, I don't see any morning news okay. at all. I guess I but, don't either. <laughs> but I will, uh, I'll say this. There was, okay, help me out. Okay. She, Lisa had been the morning anchor on KUSI for about four years. Four years is what she said. Okay, she replaced. Brandy Williams. Relax well, over I'm there, Ted you're looking Bundy. For the answer, Ted Bundy. Okay. God damn, weirdo. Okay, that just I'm I really don't want to play this game anymore because okay. you're so weird about it. Before Brandy Williams, there was another blonde. She was very pretty. Um, how would I describe her? She was um. I don't know, just pretty, and she looked very cool, like a girl where you go, that would be a fun girl to party with. But I, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like Angelique, or she had kind of a Monique or something like that, right? Yeah, I know you're talking about. She was great. Right. Yeah, like she, she was, was great looking, too. Great looking. Yep. And what happened to her? I pushed her right out. 
I don't know. I remember we saw her at Del Mar once. We were doing a show at Del Mar for the for the races, and they were there in the morning too. She looked great. Yeah, but they um, K yeah KUSI I man I I was dying last night because Chiquetto Carlo Chiquetto's great super guy, so he called out one of the reporters on Channel Eight. Okay. And said, hey, did you see who the Dodgers just passed in the National League West? Well, he's talking about the Padres. I think he was talking about the Giants. Was he talking about the Giants? talking about the Giants. Oh, I thought they're already ahead of yeah. the Padres? Yeah. All right. So so I go, does anybody in this town, look at this bullshit, right? I'm calling him out. Yeah. Because he's a Dodger fan. So I called out to Mark Mullen from NBC and Kathleen Bade. Uh, who do you cheer for? And Kathleen goes, ah, I live in a house full of Red Sox fans. <laughs> so I said to Chiquetto, I go, look, we still like you. Why you? And he writes me back, I know you. You control better than that. And I was basically like, no, I'm a Padre fan. That's all we got. But Chiquetto loves the Dodgers. How do we yeah. have a guy on Channel 8 openly cheering for the Dodgers as we allow Chiquetto? That dude loves the Dodgers, loves the Lakers, loves USC. Those are the three teams. I guess we put up with it just because he's a fucking good guy. He's a right? good guy. Chiquetto's great. He really, and he does a great job. He and Barbara Lee. Um, this was the funny thing, too, and then this is pretty much it. So a lot of you liked FMK yes. on two podcasts ago. I had two questions that were asked of me. The first question was asked, did I write notes on that? Was any part of that scripted? Not at all. None of that was scripted at all. So when I went back and listened to it the other day, that to me, I have no idea what runs in my head where I'm yelling all that bullshit out. Yeah. I don't know why we accuse you of smelling like a synagogue. What does a synagogue even smell like? I don't know. Mothballs? I don't but know. when you're like, hey, hey, John, you asshole. <laughs> Um, but this was the great thing. Uh, my pal, Susan DeVincent was asking me about the podcast cause she goes, Hey, how's the podcast going? I go, man, you got mentions two days in a row. And she goes, great for what? And I'm like, Oh boy. <laughs> I said, uh, well, we were playing FMK and I was kind of hoping she wouldn't know what it was, but she knew. Oh Jesus. And she said, which one did I get? I go, I said, I'd marry you. Coolest chick on the planet. She goes, all right, that's good. And then I quickly changed the topic and got away from it. And I did not tell her I did it as Coach Kintera. <laughs> you didn't tell her that? All no. right, hold on. Is this the girl you are talking about before? Yes. All right, can you read the name? Because I can't focus. It's Alexis. Alexis. Yes. Alexis Del Charo. How did you find her? Right there. I'm telling you, you have some demons that you need to work through. <laughs> she wasn't in my photo section, you asshole. Googled it. Well, what'd you Google? KUSI News Anchors. Came yeah. Right up. That's her. What happened yeah. to her? I, I like her. Santa Barbara. What? I think she's in Santa Barbara now. Santa Barbara's like market 12,000. How could she be there? Um, Coming up August the 1st, we have an event. We hope you'll join us. East Lake Country Club. I will not. I'm not going to unfollow anybody, even my man Fryer. There you go. I'm not unfollowing anybody. I'm not muting anybody, not blocking anybody. 
Everybody's been so great supporting this event. How could I do it? You know, we're almost halfway to our goal of 10,000. That's awesome. Fantastic, man. All of you have stepped up. We couldn't be more appreciative of it. I ran into Jojo Tarantino last night, uh, who works in the Padres organization. And this is what I said to him. I said, you know what I would like? He goes, what do you need? He goes, tell me what you need, and I'll work on it. I said, you know what I would love is if you could help me from Elsinore, get me a signed baseball of Paddock, get me a signed baseball of Adrian Morion, uh, Jorge Ona, some of the guys. I said, all of it, we'll auction it off that night, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool to That'd have a cool. signed California League baseball from a guy that yeah. could, I mean, we all hope they all have bright futures. JoJo said, man, I'll work on it. Cool. So we're working on doing that. Glenn Geffner, who is uh, – Voice of the Marlins confirmed he's part of the tribe. I don't know why John Told Butler you. would defer. Hey, don't tell me. <laughs> hey, confirmed it. You don't have to tell me, goddammit. Um, we were going to go to dinner last night. Schedule didn't allow it to happen. And Glenn said, hey, your your uh, tin fish money has gone into the GoFundMe account. Threw 50 bucks in last wow. night. I, I just, everybody has stepped up. It is great. I could not be more thankful. Don't forget. $25 donation, that's all we're asking for. You do a $25 donation on the GoFundMe page. Every nickel that comes in is going to either Stand Up to Cancer, the Alpha Project, Rancho Coastal Humane Society, Charity Water, or Suicide Awareness. Everything that comes in will go out. Everything that comes in will be auctioned off. Uh, we will do voicemails that night. Uh, hey, if you want John Butler, how are you doing out there, everybody? Uh, this is... Leisure fryers too busy getting jerked off by H.J. Preller right now in the back behind the barn. But if you leave a message, Eddie, tell him what to do. Jesus Christ. Can Fryer even get that little noodle up? Eddie, for Christ's sake, he's 100. Show some class. Uh, we'll do voicemail messages. Um, Dave made a great point when he said, fuck, I'm not doing them for free. It's yeah. a, it's an a, event. You got to charge something. That's the whole point. <laughs> do it for twenty bucks. Okay. Twenty. Bring twenty bucks. I'll do your. I'll do your voicemail or whatever you want. We'll do the mayor. We'll do coach. Who else do I have left? Sandy Alderson, yes. that asshole. <laughs> um. We'll do that, and then I think, I think we should go a little higher, and we'll talk Lisa Ann. I think for thirty bucks should be a Lisa Ann voicemail. I haven't even talked yeah, about I it, think but you I'm sure go a little higher than that. How much for Lisa Ann? Dude, I don't know. You can't have her in the goddamn corner talking to people's cell phones all fucking right? night. No suck. shit. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> she'll, she'll do your voicemail. Um, but twenty five bucks. Yeah, will get you in the door. Anybody who's donated twenty five bucks, you're already in. Then, if you can donate three hundred, Sean Walchef again has stepped up as he always does at Cali Comfort, and for three hundred bucks. We will be doing another live podcast uh, at Cali Comfort, and yep. it will be for you, the VIPs. Whether or not that show ever shows up on the website, it might, but I, I don't think it needs to. That's cool. I mean, people are paying three hundred bucks yeah. to get in. Why should I? Why should we give it away for free? And uh, and we'll be at Cali Comfort. And I asked Sean. I said, "Can we come over and do it?" He goes, "Name the night." That's awesome. And well, what's awesome is all the people that have stepped up and already donated three hundred bucks to do it. Our goal is to get to ten grand, and we want to do it. It means every charity will will walk with two grand. I mentioned this on the last podcast. Uh, my company Upper Deck is fantastic. 
when I went to them and said, hey, I need help. Um, and I was just looking for some door prizes. They said, well, walk us through it. You know, what's up? Cancer, suicide. And I shared the story about Dave's dad. We're doing a special tribute card that night for Lou. And it's going to be fantastic. And it's going to be something that's going to mean a lot to us. And everybody walks in the door that night. You'll get a limited edition card. It'll pay tribute to Lou. And uh, and we'd love you to be there. So just go. The GoFundMe page has been tweeted out. Um, I, I just, you know, our pal, our pal Ted's dealing with kidney yeah. cancer. He's going to get that treated. Cancer's legit. We are sending some money to stand up to cancer. We're sending money to the Alpha Project. Walking around downtown yesterday. My God, the homeless issue is is still a challenge, yep. but Bob McElroy and the Alpha Project are fighting that fight. Rancho Coastal Humane Society is an amazing place in Encinitas. Longest independent-run uh, humane society uh, that's been around. Brand new puppies coming in tomorrow. That's cool. Uh, so if you're in the market for a pup or a kitty uh, for your kids, please go to Rancho Coastal Humane Society. Tell them the Dave and Jeff podcast sent you. Charity Water, I spoke to for an hour last week. Amazing group of people. They wanted you to know every dime that you donate, every bit, if we're able to send them $2,000, that $2,000 will go out to the field. Not one nickel of that money will be spent for administrative costs. It will go to third world countries to help bring clean drinking water to families. Um, talking about mothers, little kids that have walked. I invite you to check out all of them. And then uh, last but not least will be the Suicide Awareness Group, an amazing group of people that sit there for, for individuals that are struggling with depression and make those phone calls. All of those trained individuals that are there to help, to help people avoid making that decision, uh, they're going to get a cut of it as well. So please just find the GoFundMe page. I cannot thank enough Daniel uh, Daniel Tyler, Alan Taylor, uh, Brian Curry, Ryan Barkley, everybody who has stood up. Uh, Blake and Travis said happy plumbing. Sean Walchev stepped up. Eric Weddle has stepped up. Uh, Jim Trotter stepped up. My man uh, uh, Matt Coyle has stepped up. Lisa Ann is yep. coming down from L.A. If you follow her on Twitter, she is going to Australia. She is going to Italy. She is going to Atlanta, New York, and she said... In the middle of all of it, what has been incredibly hectic and exciting year for her, she said, I will absolutely be in San Diego on August 1st to put this event over the top. Let's make it count. Just go to the GoFundMe page. $25 donation gets you in the door. $300 donation gets you invited to the VIP. But even if you can, you go, look, man, I can't make it, but I got 10 bucks. Fantastic. Perfect. Whatever you can do. No amount is too little. It will help us reach our goal of raising $10,000. All right. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you guys next week.
Sol 